Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. In this week's episode. It feels like it's been a while since we podcasted. But it hasn't been. It does feel like it's been a while, but it hasn't. Um, This week we are doing another Reddit Unpopular Opinions episode. You guys really enjoy these. Meg and I really like kind of going through through, these. Like I was going through picking mine today and I was just like, I don't know if all of them I think are this good, but like I feel like I have good, interesting ones today. I think I have a good batch. Yeah. Um, Hopefully you guys think the same. Um, If you haven't been a listener for a while first of all thank you for listening thanks for tuning in continue to do so um we like to do a bunch of different things every week there's really no one category that I feel like we fit into but we do a lot of recurring internet related stuff things that are kind of like hot topics or we like to go the only time we ever go on reddit is to go on these subreddits and pick stuff out for these episodes but we love going on the am I the a-hole subreddit and then also the unpopular opinions one because just interesting to see what people are saying and then decide if we them. think they're dumb or if we agree with them. Um, but before we get started, we like to talk about our weekly highlights or spotlights. It's a spotlight. Um, and say just like within the past week or since we last recorded, what's been something that good that's happened? So do I have anything off the top of my head? Mm, I guess this past weekend was a good weekend. Um, we went and uh, do we do anything like during the day Saturday or not really? Um, no. Okay, well, um, oh, I got my hair done. So I was, I was like, my Saturday seemed like it was booked, so I don't know, like, why I can't think of. So I got my hair done, got it cut, colored, um, all of that good stuff. And then Megan was so nice. I worked with my community member Saturday morning, and since I had the car, Megan asked if I would pick up Starbucks, and she even paid for me to get something. I've been lately on a not specifically Starbucks, but I've had two breakfast sandwiches from Starbucks. And then when we were traveling back from San Antonio and we were in the airport, I got a breakfast sandwich from Brugger's in the airport. And I was like, breakfast kinda sandwiches good. are kind of good. Maybe I should jump on that and like, learn how to make my own. Um, so that's what I got from Starbucks. And I also got a uh, strawberry hibiscus lemonade. lemonade refresher. So I think next time good. I might not get the lemonade because lemonade was kind of overpowering. Yeah. I wonder, that's why I was confused, because I'm like, what did I get last time? Because I thought it was, like, I don't know, no, it probably was a strawberry one, because I remember there were strawberries in it. But there was, like, a strawberry one, and there was a strawberry lemonade one, and Sierra wanted the one that I had gotten whenever I had gotten that last, and I was like, I don't remember. Yeah, the lemonade was, like, kind of bitter. My history, but, so, next time I get that, I don't think I'll get the lemonade version. And then, um, hung out with some friends Saturday night. And then Sunday morning, uh, we got brunch with Haley, Ashton, and then our grandparents and our mom because they came up to Cedar Rapids, like Iowa City, to look at like an Airbnb that they want to stay at around Haley's wedding time. I don't really know why you want to look at an Airbnb beforehand, but it's our grandparents. I was just like, okay. Um, And they also wanted to go to the Ashley Furniture Home Store, which is at the mall over here. My weekly spotlight, this is going to sound kind of dumb, and I don't really know if it's like a weekly spotlight, but today... 
I may or may not have like been looking at flights and stuff so it just kind of gave me like a travel bug and I was just like finding actually like good deals I don't want to like spoil anything or like say I'm going somewhere when like nothing's actually like for sure yet but um we have been looking and like wanting to maybe go on a trip or two during our week-long breaks between each of our clinical blocks um we'll see if we do both of them but I think that we're for sure planning on doing at least one of them um and so just is giving me like the travel bug and I'm excited and looking forward (laughs) to all of that hopefully so also something else we did this weekend which literally isn't a big deal at all but we got our car washed and Megan and I are so so bad about getting our car washed especially in the winter because we're like oh it's just gonna like get gross and dirty again or like we don't ever like to pay for the dryer so it's like if we get it washed when it's too cold then it's just gonna freeze on our car and so we don't like to do it when it's too cold either um but it was nice out I mean, this past I've weekend for the dryer so that's just a you thing then oh I don't pay for the dryer but um this past weekend after since it was nice um after we had gotten brunch with everyone there was a car wash like right by the restaurant that we were at and I was like Megan we should go wash a car and Megan and I also are usually like very much we want like the like you no drive people. in and you just like park there or whatever and then like or it goes through and um there were people there they only like literally were there in the beginning and like they directed your like driving onto the thing which I think was the first time you did that they were a little nervous so I don't know how all car washes work but the ones that I've gone to in the past like there's a lot of leeway for like where your car can go like you're gonna be fine and you're gonna be okay but this one had only on one side like the track that your car goes on and it was like not that much wider than your tire and so I was just like god I hope that I can uh make it on and like they obviously are directing you and so the guy was like just like saying to go forward so I'm like I guess I must be lined up because he's not telling me to go yeah he didn't like say like go right or go left I must have just been a really good really good driver so it was all good Mm -hmm. and our car is fresh and clean and it looks so nice our car was so dirty beforehand that like we when we walked to our car the next day we were like leaving to go somewhere I was like our car looks different and I was like oh it's clean that's yikes I was so used to being it dirt or I was so used to it being dirty that now it being clean it seems off um otherwise the only other thing I wanted to bring up beforehand which is like not I just think it was kind of funny but we were on the bus coming back from class yesterday and I don't know like why I thought this was so funny I think Megan thought it was funny too but I think I probably think it's funnier uh which is why I'm bringing it up but we were sitting on the bus and there's this like lady sitting a couple seats down and she must have known the guy that was sitting across from her because I don't know what I gathered, but it seemed like he, like, didn't get a job or yeah, something. that's what it seemed like. That's the vibe you got. Because she kept kind of being, like, this, like, just cheering him on, kind of, guy, like, cheering him on and being, like, oh, like, better things down the road, like, You'll it'll get, all work out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I thought it was funny because she was talking to him. She's like, you know, I used to have a professor, and he always said, eyes on the prize. <laughs> and Megan and I heard that, and we kind of, like, to each other, we were like, literally everyone says that. Like, your professor said that everyone says that and so and, and she's she, like it really stuck with me yeah and it's like helped me through more than I think I realize yeah <laughs> and I was just like literally everyone says that girly and then, like as he was getting off the bus she's like remember eyes on the prize and so I just wanted to bring that up because I thought it was funny so yeah anything else you um have to talk about have to update people on oh I also can say um if you guys follow me on Instagram I posted a book reel, and that took surprisingly quite a long time to make, like at least an hour between, I did get like a nice area in my room set up, 
get the tripod out, plug the phone attachment on, and then, like, the book transitions, kind of hard. So, that took a hot second, and then I messed one up, then I have to, like, go and completely, like, sometimes I'd bump the tripod, and I have to go and redo, like, two of them, because, you know. So, that took a while, and then I had to go, like, edit on my computer for something, and then I had to bring it back on my phone, add all the text and stuff. So, it took a hot second, but I'm happy. I did indeed use my uh, Reels Play, so hopefully get some cash money If you end it. up on, I would say Book Talk, but it's like Book Reels. It could could pop off, but yeah. I don't have my hopes up yet. Um, but yeah, I've been trying to be... There's been two like opportunities that I've had in the past of like, oh, you can post a Reel and like make money, and I've missed the mark on both of those. Like I haven't posted them by the deadline or something. So I've been having on my calendar like, okay, you have to post a Reel by like this deadline. I think the deadline's tomorrow. So I was coming up with a real idea. Well, I'm really you're not going to capitalize very much on it. Well, at least it's something, Megan. I just, you know, in the future I'll have hopefully more ideas and more opportunities. But it's what I came up with, and I'm just glad I posted something. So go hype it up if you haven't. Okay, so I don't know. Let me see how many I gathered. I think I have almost. I think I have ten. I think I have just over ten. So how this works is. I mean, I didn't read these people's, like, descriptions, so I don't know if I'm going to, like, elaborate into, like, their unpopular opinions. We'll see. Um, But otherwise, we'll just go with the title and discuss. So, first one I have is, I hate the word supper. And this one I chose because our dad says this, this word a lot because to him, he says since he grew up on a farm, to him, lunch is dinner. Like, in the middle of the day, he calls that dinner, and then dinner is supper, and then I swear he says they just, like, ate in another meal during the day, so, like, lunch was earlier than supper. I don't know. Otherwise, he didn't say lunch. Yeah, um, he made it sound like they had, like, six meals throughout the day, because working on a farm, they're like, oh, we ate all the time. And so, growing up, whenever he would say, like, what do you want for dinner, dinner but it would, it'd be lunch, we'd be like, you mean lunch? Or if it was, like... I don't... Here's the thing. I don't have an issue with the word supper itself. Like, I, have an issue I don't usually say it. I in replace replacement of lunch. Yeah. Like, I... I typically say dinner. I don't think I ever say supper. I never but like say when supper. people say supper, it doesn't throw me off. Like I know supper is like the equivalent to dinner. It throws me off when you say supper is the evening meal and then you move dinner to the noon meal because I'm like the noon meal is lunch, and like the vibes are totally off between dinner and lunch, and so I don't think they're the same thing. So yeah, our dad he probably gets annoyed with us because we're like you mean lunch, and he's like it's literally the same thing, but okay. <laughs> yeah. So. I just I don't love the up. word supper, but, like, like the word itself sounds grosser than dinner, but. Yeah. Do they have any reasoning? Um, They're just like, were you born in 1917? It's called dinner, not supper. <laughs> um, and they said, don't give me that. Well, technically, dinner is the biggest meal of the day, and supper is the evening meal. What? Oh, like, they're saying dinner is, like, lunch. Whatever. Is they're, that what saying they're, saying? they're saying that's what people say as, like, an excuse oh, yeah. for, like, why they use both. Is dinner supposed to be, like, the biggest meal of the day? Is that its definition? I have no idea. Are they synonymous? Dinner is my biggest meal of the day. Yeah. My lunch is not my biggest meal of the day. My dinner, I go in on dinner. I want to feel full. Lunch, I just want to feel satisfied and, like, I can get through the rest of whatever. (laughs) Like, I can get through whatever my evening, not evening, but, like, afternoon, I guess, before I get home. And then I snack, and then I have dinner. And then from dinner... I was going to say I want to be full to bedtime, but then I have, like, a night snack. Either ice cream or popcorn. 
typically. Okay, first one I have, The Lion King isn't that good of a Disney movie. I think Megan resonates with you, correct? I don't, like, hate The Lion King, but I also don't. There's one scene specifically, like, the growing up. I think that almost makes it worth the entire movie. The entire movie. Like, the song. I don't know what the song's called. Hakuna Matata? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The most popular song in the movie. Um, I love a good song transition moment. And they're walking across the log and their heads rocking back and forth. (laughs) You know what? I have, like a core memory watching the movie of them eating like the bugs yeah off of like was it a leaf or something like have we talked about this on the podcast before i don't know Are do you, you guys do? ever have like this goes for many movies Pokemon but eyes? like yeah i don't know what the feeling is that i'm <laughs> trying to describe but you just feel like you feel connected something <laughs> or like not even connected like you just feel something with, like, like the certain bugs foods. that they're eating in the movies I'm like I don't know what I'm feeling towards that but it's really like sticks <laughs> in my brain and I can't forget about them and, and then like, same with those little yeah. finger sandwiches in Pocahontas that they eat it's the second Pocahontas movie I yeah. think um it just really resonates with me for no reason <laughs> I can't think of any other movie examples I ain't either for food I know this is a thing though like I think some people talk about like the colorful Krabby Patties I personally that doesn't resonate with me but it's things like that where it's like it's food specifically for some reason where people are like it's not even like I want to eat it I feel like I'm just Mm -mm. like I see it and I'm like oh my god (laughs) and I don't know what that means but um I can read what this person said yes I'm talking about the original it was pretty underwhelming when I rewatched it my expectations were much higher due to all the hype over the years pretty for or pretty sure it's just so many people's favorite Disney movie because they connected connected with their childhood the songs aren't that good either compared to many other Disney soundtracks that don't get as much praise. Also, the second one was way better, especially soundtrack-wise. What even is the second Lion King movie? Um, his kid. But, like, what happens? I have no idea. I think I like The Lion King. I mean, it's not my favorite movie, and I don't rewatch it a we lot. We did go see the live action with but my mom. Honestly, it was weird because I was like, this is literally just the yeah, same movie. Yeah, I kind of was like, I don't know what I was expecting for the live action because, like, they really didn't need to be changed. But I was just like... This is this the is the movie. previous movie, but live action. But is yeah. it live action? It's still fake. Yeah, it's still animated because it's. But it just looks more real, I guess. I mean, it was good, but I was like, there were only a few like small like. In my mind, jokes, I was just like, I think you could that be doing changed. like a side by side, and they'd right. be like, the same. I was like, why am I sitting in a movie theater that I paid to like watch this? Realistically, my mom probably paid because we were with her. Um, but I was like, I've seen this movie before. <laughs> like again, it was good because it was just the same movie but like if i was going to choose between one i would definitely just choose the original i would too so because i need to see those bugs <laughs> yeah just for the bugs and like the grope scene i don't remember what they did for like the live action i'm sure they probably did something similar but like you can't replace the transition of like he's a baby lion and then he's a teenage lion <laughs> and then he's got his full mane and he's the grown lion and then like after that it's like got them like it gets to the i don't know if it's the chorus or whatever but then like reveals his like adult lion voice when he's singing (laughs) yeah and i love it so um i do not think lion king is a bad movie i like it i just don't watch it a lot you guys know my favorite disney movie is okay this next unpopular opinion is this person thinks that working nine to five is way more painful than being a student and i thought this would be relevant to talk about and also 
I don't fully know what my thought is. I definitely think that it's going to be a rougher transition. An adjustment. And an adjustment. Um, But I also know, I know our dad's perspective for sure is like he would much rather like be working all day. And he works like long hours too. a lot. And he's like, I still would rather do that than go back to school. Although he was a non-traditional student and like had a family already school probably like yeah you know his school experience was not and he was like still working so it's like he had to worry about family school and uh actually working outside of that so probably not like the best experience on his part to compare to but I don't know what do you think is going to be better working a nine-to-five or being a student everyone I, I always is this really not unpopular opinion because I always hear everyone I feel like say like you're gonna miss it like like be grateful you're a student while you yeah. actually are. I have mixed feelings about this because I do think, like, with being a student, I even though we're to the in... point of I need to be done being a student, though. Okay, yeah. But I think that one good thing about being a student is, like, you... Like, it's always, like, still, like, lighthearted. You know what I mean? <laughs> Does that make sense? Like, the day-to-day, you're, like, grinding and stuff, but, like, classes are pretty chill. Like, in some cases, you can, like, slink to the back and, like you know just vibe not all the time but sometimes and there's more breaks throughout the day between classes and stuff like yeah classes are longer but like you get breaks within class and then like sometimes you have an hour maybe a couple hours between classes to just like do whatever you want and so with that there's a little bit more flexibility I think even though like a lot of grad programs like especially you're in class like you're supposed to be like you know eight to five it's like a job like that's what they always say but one we're not in class till eight most of the time in fact, most of our classes are either, like, right now... You said till 8. Or I meant to 5. Most of our classes right now are either 8 to, like, 2 or 3, and then, like, 10 to maybe 4 or 5. So, it's not as long as a full work day. I think what gets tricky is, like, I have to think about my after-school hours. Like, how much do I... It's kind of like, during the day, school is easier than I think a job would be, and then after hours... Obviously, if I worked a job, I would be, like, chilling versus with school, you have, like, actual work to do. So, I feel like, in that sense, there's a trade-off. And I don't I know, know I which one I think that's hard prefer. and what makes me think that working is going to, like, be harder, more of adjustment is that, like, kind of, like, the amount of time you know that has to be time blocked off and you can't be doing something else. Like, when you're a student, there's the time in class that I need to have blocked off, but then everything else is just kind of, like, whatever works best for my schedule in theory even if it is kind of like I know I'm coming back home in the afternoon and work or studying for three hours let's say who knows if you're like busy versus I don't know it's tricky because sometimes like when I think about moving in May and going back to Des Moines because that's where we're moving back to and like Sears two clinicals are there or like that's where she's staying and then all three of mine are there I really do get excited because I'm like, even though we're going to be working, like, I'm excited to be back in Des Moines. I'm decide- I'm excited to be around family. I think that being around them is also going to hopefully give me reason to utilize after work hours still to, like, go have fun and not just, like, be done for the day and get ready to work the next day because I think that that's going to make me not excited. Yeah. So I look forward to the clinical experience and learning a lot but I do think um it's gonna be hard to be on for nine weeks straight hey we did it for six weeks yeah and I'm because I remember thinking when I was there I was like you know if I had to be here for three more weeks 
I could do it. <laughs> when I start thinking about working full time, all I start thinking about is like different job schedules of like, what, like what would I want? Yeah. The good thing about PT is that <clears throat> a lot of times they're willing to work with like your flexibility. Obviously, like if you're going to work full time, you have to work full time. But when that is, it's kind of hopefully like something you can negotiate. Okay. Next one I have. I'm a college student and I enjoy using gendered language. I see no problem saying things like, hey guys, to a group of female friends in class, despite the glare I've seen from a women's studies professor, or from my women's studies professor, no one who I'm actually speaking to seems to mind. I don't know why they specify that they're a college student, as if that matters. Um, I do this all the time. Like, I have thought about this because I've heard people say, like, oh, like, you shouldn't say hey guys to, like, a group of girls. But I'm like, I say hey guys exclusively. Like, I don't ever say, like, gals. Some people are like, oh, dude. I don't ever say the word dude. Um, but yeah. I feel like guys has, like, superseded just being, like, relating to males. I think guys is gender neutral. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't really have anything to add. I also always say hey guys or, yeah. Like, I would never say hey gals. Some people say, like, guys and gals. I don't ever do that, but, like, I'm like, Boys okay. and girls. Guys and gals. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to bring it up because I've thought about it when I'm, like, I say, hey, guys, all the time. I think it's interesting because how they word the title of that. I am a college student, and I enjoy using gendered language. I don't know. I think that in itself is, like, <laughs> an the weird topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What made them think of this? I enjoy using gendered language. Maybe, granted, they're in, like, a women's studies class maybe so maybe maybe it really it's on their mind up. and they're just like you know i'm gonna go to reddit and this belongs in the unpopular op- opinions thread all right so on to my next unpopular opinion i absolutely love spending time at the airport i gotta say i don't hate being at the airport i don't like being there I like being there a good amount of time before my flight just to make sure, like, everything's good to go. I'm settled. I feel comfortable. I also start most of my trips in the Des Moines airport, so it's very not stressful. Um, Layovers I also don't mind, but, like, it gets to a point where I can't stay there all day or I wouldn't want to stay there all day. I certainly don't want to ever stay overnight in an airport ever again in my life because that was horrendous. Um, but otherwise, like, I like looking around at the shops or going to a restaurant at an airport and getting food and... Airport restaurants hit different. And I don't know why, because they're usually, like, one, they're very expensive, and two, they're usually just, like, chains and stuff that you can have anywhere outside of a restaurant or outside of an airport. Um, I will say once I get through security, that's when I'm like, okay, now I'm relaxed and we're vibing, and I can go and get whatever snacks or drinks I want. Um, when Megan and I were at the... Chicago airport a couple weeks ago coming back from San Antonio I uh passed a little bookstore and I was like ah, I want to go to the bookstore but we were at the other people and I was like I don't want to like drag them with me to the bookstore could I have probably gone by myself yes but we were all just walking together and I didn't want to veer off to the side but that could be a thing when I'm at an airport and I'm like ooh, bookstore in an airport that would be I feel like their books would probably be very expensive oh yeah so I don't know if I'd buy one because I would probably come prepared you know on a trip but I like looking at books no matter the context so yeah I think overall I vibe with being in airports I enjoy it um I would like 
if they had more comfortable seats but i can deal yeah also because like when we were just at the chicago airport a couple weeks ago for our layover um we passed the area of the airport that had like this yoga room and it brought us back to um when we were trying to go to new york and we had to spend the night there and like when we were with maggie it was 10 o'clock at night at the airport our flight got rescheduled so it wasn't leaving until like 6 a.m the next morning we did not want to go to the airport hotel for some reason we were just like we'll have a fun time trying to spend the I night i think we thought it would be fun we did think it and would then be we fun. were like oh my god and then like when we kind of realized it like was not fun anymore it was like we might as well just like finish it out because like worse we're already in yeah um but we thought like we really thought we hit the jackpot we were walking around trying to find food first of all hard to find food i don't know if we even did find food i don't because everything was closed i think we found like vending machines or something um and then we and what sucks about that is like we did a long walk because we were like walking to supposedly i've never walked only through the chicago airport more in my life the only open like it wasn't even a restaurant it was just like a kind of kiosk kind of food thing but it was supposedly the only one open and they were closing um but we walked by we saw a sign that said like yoga room and we were like oh my god we like just our prayers jackpot. have been answered we can go lay in this yoga room and like sleep in there it was closed i don't know if it must have had certain hours and it just like closed as everything else closes but i like almost shed a tear because i was just like i really thought we <laughs> all i wanted to do it. was lay down so it's hard to find a place to lay down at the airport besides literally the floor yeah so okay. but other than that if i'm not spending the night i like the airport yeah. I really do. Um, next one I have is if you wear a hat in school and you can fully see the person's face, they should absolutely be allowed to wear that hat. I know the rules are in place for safety precautions, but I still think it's really stupid in some cases. For most baseball caps and beanies, you can wear them and still have a very clear view of a person's face. It's so dumb. Do you see that rule? Like, if it's a security rule, how much do you think, like, security cameras play a role in that? Because, like, security cameras are up high, so, like, even if you could see someone's face really well in front of them, I wonder if that is, like, the larger concern. I, I don't, don't know. know how many places have... I don't know how many schools have cameras everywhere, either, but... I don't know. I also don't even know, like, how much this rule is, like, really enforced anymore, like... But it used to be... I don't know. ...pretty well enforced, at least when we were in high school. Yeah. I feel like I, like, never really thought about, like, why it was a rule. I just, like, knew it was a rule. So then, like, whenever someone would be, like, wearing a hat or, like, a baseball cap and people would be, like, the teachers would be, like, can you take that off? I'd be, like, in my head. I'd be, like, How come why? they can just flip it around? I mean, that's probably not the look they were going for. <laughs> people wear their hats backward all the time. That's Have you not seen the TikTok trend? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I have. Um, I don't know. Maybe that can be what they start doing. I don't have, like, a strong opinion about this one, but. Okay, this one, someone said, someone responded, they said, this has nothing to do with cameras or safety. They had this rule 30 years ago um, before there were cameras anywhere. It's simply a tradition to take your hat off out of respect for the institution you're stepping inside of. Same is true for courthouses, churches, etc. If you wear a hat inside, you are disrespecting the building and what it stands for. That's the idea, at least. Why is that disrespectful? I don't know. Like, sometimes we'd be making up rules for no reason. Like, why is putting something on your head disrespectful? And, like, innately, like, that's just, like, how we've made it. 
Like same, you know, like people like take their half, like take their half during the national anthem. Like, why have we made it like? Like obviously now you can say like because it's respectful, but like you have to question how did that even happen? Mm-hmm. Something to think about. If you guys have ever known why band people wear the hats that the way the way they do, let me share that quickly. A marching band. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, band people. So what do you mean? marching band, if they wear those like hats with like the chin strap, it's always confusing because half the time the strap is like in their mouth. Or like up their nose. Yeah. And I'm just like, shouldn't it go under your chin? Like where it's supposed to? And it's usually like it's more than not. So I was just like, this is obviously on purpose and I never knew why. I don't know if I ever tried searching it or not, but our stepbrother he used to be in marching band and so i had to ask him i'm going based on what he said okay (laughs) i had to ask him and he said it was this like superstition that like i don't fully remember (laughs) the story but i swear something about like their their heads getting like cut off or something or like decapitated because of like something happening and since it'd be on their chin if, like, their hat was hit or something, yeah. like, they'd get decapitated. So. I don't know. Megan told me that, and I was like, is he messing with you? But I don't know. This was a while ago at this point that you asked him, so. Anyways, on to my next one. White chocolate is, by all means, superior to dark chocolate. Now, I have to say, I don't like white chocolate. So I'm kind of coming in already... I honestly don't even know the last time I had white chocolate. Honestly, we should really be asking, what's the difference between white chocolate and almond bark? I Mm. know there is one. You know what is good? Almond bark. (laughs) Almond bark is good. I used to honestly like dark chocolate more. Like, when I was a kid, I feel like I didn't like it. But then I would kind of, like, went into, like, a mode of appreciating it. And now I kind of don't like it again. I'll eat it. It's not gross. But in this scenario, I also do not like white chocolate, I will say... If I, like, see a candy bar and someone's, like, not, like, a candy bar necessarily, but, like, someone's, like, oh, do you want this? Like, and it's candy, I'm, like, oh, like, sure. And then I see it's dark chocolate, I'd be, like, oh, no, thanks. Like, that's where I'm at with dark chocolate. (laughs) Yeah. It's not disgusting. I just, like, if I was to eat nothing or dark chocolate, assuming I'm well satiated otherwise (laughs) and not starving, then I would think I'd turn it away. Yeah. So... Which is unfortunate. A lot of people, though, they're saying, like, no, false. I don't think I can really comment on this one because I don't honestly remember, like, what white chocolate really tastes like. All I can think about is almond bark. (laughs) So, I like almond bark. I know. I really should, like, you know, in the winter, how people uh, dip pretzels in almond bark. I haven't done that in a minute, and those are good. So, maybe this, I think that could be, like, a 4th of July thing, too, right? For some reason. So, maybe for 4th of July, we can do that. Um, next one I have is someone saying digital art or digital art isn't as valid as traditional art. Prefacing this by saying I've done both. Digital art is incredibly easy. You just delete what you don't like. Copy slash paste things you do. I just got a lisp for a second. Um, no need to be careful about what you're doing. There's layers. You can just swap around whenever. Want to try different colors. You can do that. Just click away. Uh, there's no need to refine your motor skills or learn how to mix colors or apply techniques or work with different mediums to achieve a huge variety of results i understand many programs are capable of doing a lot as far as texture etc but it seems like digital artists 
want to do exactly what all other digital artists are doing and make it extremely smooth slash glowy slash oversimplified cell shading. I actually would agree with this. I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion. I do think that digital art is still difficult and I think that it's very useful and so both are like good forms of art but I just think that there's a lot more technique that goes into most forms of like traditional art that would be difficult to master as well as digital art and like procreate for example Mm -hmm. I think I agree with this too I would say like the I agree with the fact that, like, the technique and stuff, like, Although I will say, as someone who's tried kind of learning how to use Procreate on their own, it's hard. I can't I can't do it. it and you're still better than I am at it. And it's hard. And I've spent, like, this is not something I'm actively doing right now, but when I first got it, I was like, let me figure out how to do stuff. And it's just not very intuitive to me. And there's a lot of things that you can do on Procreate, and I just don't even know where to start. Yeah. I think, like, obviously both, we agree, would be hard. But I think that there's a separate skill set, skill set like, required to be an artist that works with, like, different physical mediums as opposed to, like, if you're working on a computer or an iPad or whatever. I don't know. I can see what some of the comments say. Uh, someone said, it seems to me that any tool that allows an artist to better realize their idea is valid. For commercial art, there's no way I'd want to be painting traditionally with all the change requests and alternatives people want to see. What does valid mean anyway? <laughs> so, fair point. As someone who uh, used to dabble in the traditional arts. I'm kidding. I used to be really into art when I was a kid, though. Should get back to it. Now she just sticks with the paint by numbers. Mm-hmm. I still have one sitting on my desk waiting for me to just paint the white background, but... I really just don't want to. <laughs> okay, my next one is toxic people slash behavior has become a very convenient excuse to just get to ignore your bad side. And I thought this was interesting since we did just do an episode related to toxicity and we probably touched a little bit on toxic people and behavior. Um, most of this person's point was saying that a lot of times people can say like, oh, like I left him or her or like I this person, I left them out of my life now because like they're toxic and they're saying that it often is also a way where those same people can disregard any sort of, like, bad thing that they were doing and, like, refuse to work on themselves. Yeah, I can see that. I, have we talked about this in the past where I might, this might be an unpopular thing to say. I don't know. But sometimes I feel like people will call people toxic, like, after the fact, like, after they, like, left their life and it's, like, if they were that toxic like i'm mostly thinking about people like talking like their ex or something and like oh like he or she was like so toxic but you think back to like when they were in a relationship it's like well they seem pretty fine like they were in a relationship so like obviously there's like things happen behind closed doors like i don't have to like do all the disclaimers of like obviously someone could have been toxic and like appeared like outwardly in the relationship to like be fine but i just feel like not every relationship that ends is because like someone's toxic so, I also was going to say something else, but I don't remember. Oh, yeah. This made me think of, I think it was a tweet that I saw, but someone's like, oh, like, I heard someone say something that, like, really opened my eyes, and um, they said, like, to change how you phrase things, so it's, like, focused on, like, 
you and not someone else but I thought it was kind of annoying and I want your opinion on this so like the example given was something of like imagine you're in like an argument with someone and instead of saying like don't speak to me that way they're like I don't um, partake in conversations where I'm spoken to this way something along the lines of that I don't like that (laughs) and I'm just like okay but then like that just gives you an out for everything you know what I mean like if you're like Oh, like, the onus isn't on you. It's, like, on me. I think it's okay in certain situations to say, like, I don't know. I feel like part of conflict resolution, I know they always say, like, say I statements, not you statements. But I think there can be some give and take. I think that the latter still sounds, like, snobby being, like, I do not allow myself to be spoken to this way. Um, And it's, like, you can't always decide what happens to you. You know what I mean? Like, you can't always control like how people speak to you and so so, therefore like i don't know i was i'm like i was gonna say like that's on them but then someone else is gonna come and say like no it's not how you're perceiving how they're speaking to you (laughs) so um what i was gonna say was in my mind i feel like everyone has is able to determine like what does toxic mean to them and so first and foremost you're looking at it one specific way and in my mind i consider someone toxic or I consider someone's behavior toxic if it's like you have tried resolution and like it doesn't work and it's a consistent thing and in my mind if you have tried that stuff that I'm just like okay well then this person doesn't want to change and then that's not on me that's on them you know Mm -hmm. but yeah because I feel like this only really makes sense like their argument only makes sense if no conflict resolution has like ever tried to take place but that's my thoughts yeah I feel like it's a slippery slope like kind of talking about like the continuum of toxicity because like I do think like I don't want to discredit like obviously we did a whole episode about like toxic stuff so I do think that things and people can be toxic but I also do think there comes a point where some people like place the onus on other people or other things for a certain problem in their life just because it's easier than like perhaps taking some blame or like self-reflection themselves so I think there's a good balance that needs to happen there what's your thoughts on movie or show blooper reels I usually like them okay so someone said more movies and shows need blooper reels and if the movie's animated make some animated bloopers i don't like those <laughs> i don't hate them but i'm like sometimes it's kind of funny <laughs> like the first one they show <laughs> and you're like that's not real because they had to animate that yeah but then if know. they show a lot then it's like okay well now these are just all fake maybe it'd be funny and i don't know maybe i mean they're all is, fake anyway maybe this but. is the backstory sometimes i imagine it's not most of the case i think most of them are just like made up but since they obviously have like voice actors doing this if there's like a blooper with like the voice acting that they then like decided oh my God. to is that animate. i don't think that's probably what happens though you know they could include then they could just include because they like a lot of times record the actors doing the voice recordings anyways they could include bloopers of that yeah like, it probably wouldn't be as funny but or they could do like side by side they animate <laughs> they animate yeah. the blooper to that and then you know what my favorite blooper is the santa claus three yeah that's one of the only movies that i can like think of off the top of my head that like has bloopers in it if you guys want to know what scene we're talking about 
it's in the Santa Claus 3, and it shows, like, the blooper of uh, Tim Allen and uh, Martin Short, like, holding on to the snow globe and, like, screaming as it's, like, obviously in the movie it's, like, edited and stuff. So, like, they're, like, going back to the past and blah, blah, blah. But, like, in the blooper it's just, like, them screaming. And they, like, are screaming and they start laughing and then they take a deep breath and they, like, start screaming again. And it's funny. It's good stuff. But, yeah. I also like bloopers. I don't really think shows need bloopers because then it'd be, like, no, that'd be too long. Every week. Like, and, let like, me just go to the next episode, please. Yeah. Plus, with the show, I feel like since it's continuous, like, the more you see of, like, bloopers. At the end of the season, it, like, you takes take you out of it. bloopers and upload it to YouTube and share on your yeah. socials. I agree. Okay. This next one is an unpopular opinion in saying what day of the week they think is the worst. So, I want to ask you, without saying first, what do you think the worst? I already saw because you sent it to oh. me. Dang, I forgot. I had to look to make sure I didn't have the same ones as you. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, their unpopular opinion is that Tuesday is easily the worst day of the week. Honestly, Still Wednesday the is the my least week. favorite day of the week. Um, Mondays, at least you have happy memories from the past weekend. Um, and then once you get past Tuesday, it's like, oh, it's hump day. And then it's Thursday. It's almost Friday. And then it's Friday. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Best days of the week. Sunday, I'll give it a pass. But, like, sometimes it can be like, oh, my God. Sunday scaries, like, are actually real. And for no reason, too, because I don't have, like, something impending doom on Monday. But it's just, like, the idea of the week ahead. That stresses me out. Um, And it's usually, like, a shorter day anyways because I might sleep in and then I, like, have to go to bed. Yeah, early. and I'm like, oh, my day, it's uh, over. Yeah. I don't hate Mondays, honestly. Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I'm kind of between them, but I would say, for me right now, Wednesday, because it's our longest day of classes and it it's can so really be It's so just depending on your schedule. If you're working a nine to five, it'd be more interesting to like figure out what day of the week I thought was the worst, just because then it's based purely on Tuesdays. Today is Tuesday. It's a great day. I have one class. I get done at ten fifty. I'm living my best life on Tuesday this semester. Um, but yeah, if you had a similar schedule throughout the week, it'd probably be a more fair comparison. Maybe I could text Haley and ask her what her least favorite day of the week is, and we'll return to that. We'll return. Okay. The next one that I have is I get really annoyed when hosts overoffer to their guest. If I say no, I mean no. For example, if I'm, at, if I'm at a new friend's house and this scenario happens, do you want something to drink? No, I'm okay, thanks. Are you sure? Yeah. Really? We have water, pineapple juice, orange juice, milk, pop. No, thanks. Coffee, tea? No. I think that they need to be a little redundant because I know for myself that there are sometimes situations where I, for some reason, I'm just like, oh, no, like... Even though I, like, I would want something. Like, some you don't want to be bothered as a guest yeah. initially? So, oh, she responds fast. She said Tuesday. Oh, my God. That's funny. And then she was like, what's yours? <laughs> <laughs> um, Wednesday. <laughs> That's funny. We're going to have a full-blown conversation. I know. I'm like, <laughs> I need to get back to podcasting. I'll um, text you back later. Okay. I think I agree with you. I do think, like, them doing like one check-in after you say no initially to just like clarify like oh you can like definitely ask me like if you want something and to show that it's like no bother at all yeah because sometimes people like guests might think that they're just like asking to like on the host like i'm supposed to ask if you want something like running through the motions and the guest like no like don't worry about it but then they're running through the motions of just being a guest but then they're like i actually do kind of want something yeah so i think over offer would be annoying but i think that if you're the host 
asking and then double checking is fine. Because I just don't think it's just like, if they say no twice, and it's like, okay, well, it's on you. I did my due diligence. Oh, girly, I had this one pulled up. Oh. I just went to the next one and I was like, oh, it's the same thing. It's okay. It's okay. We adapt. <laughs> we adapt and we overcome. Um, okay. This one. Their unpopular opinion is that it's perfectly okay to hit on strangers in public spaces. Um, they said this was the norm until like 10 years ago. Um, people today act like any attempt at flirting outside of designated spaces is some kind of mortal sin that will brand you as a predator for the rest of your life. So. I think here's what needs to, I don't think like you necessarily need to think of talking to someone as hitting on them. I think I would agree with them in most scenarios. Like it's okay to talk to strangers. It's just more so about like how does that stranger respond to you coming up and talking to them? Cause I would say nine times out of 10, if you're going to like quote unquote hit on someone in public, probably like don't like roll up with like some line or something, like just go and talk to them. Yeah. If you're, like, rolling up with a line, that's, in my opinion, like, borderline harassment. If it's, like, this is not the time or the place for, like, I'm just in line at, like, the grocery store or something. You know what I mean? But if you see someone you want to go talk to them and it's, like, fine, casual conversation, that can potentially lead to, like, oh, like, you know, I'm interested. Like, could I get your number? Whatever. I think that's fine. But, like, the leading with, like, some sort of, like, aggressive one-liner. If that was someone's approach, I would wonder how many times that was successful because if I was the on the receiving end of that, I'd be so, like, in shock of, like, I don't even know what to say to you. I don't even know you. So, like, why would I give a stranger any of my information when, like, all they've done is, like, a pickup line or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Versus, like, you can kind of feel someone out a little more with a short conversation and go from there. Yeah. So, I'm kind of in between on this one. I think it just kind of depends on, like, what the OP is implying when they're talking about, like, hitting on someone in public so next one i have this one i really resonate with asking people to like and comment on your instagram post is pathetic i saw that um i'm just personally not a fan of when i follow someone and my stories are clogged up anyways and i'm about to go scrolling through my feed like when i go to instagram i check the stories and then i go through the feed that's what i do and uh, people are like, post your story. You post. Go check it out. I will when I start scrolling through my feed. So Maggie you clogged in my story. Sometimes on her spam. I don't know if she does it on her actual story. Maggie, stop doing that. <laughs> like, I was just like, are you going to call her out? Like, <laughs> if I'm going through my stories, I want it to go as fast as possible. And then I'll get through my feed. And I know some people do this because they follow, like, people follow, like, hundreds of thousands of people. I follow, like, 180 people. So my feed... It's very easy to scroll through. And I'm honestly like, I think I was listening to Gals on the Go one time. And I don't know which one of them said this, but I think they were like, oh, I don't even like hardly like scroll through my feed. And I'm like, that's what Instagram is. I don't know. I was confused. But yeah, I think that if you're someone who's like, I will see it. I think if you're someone whose livelihood is on Instagram, it's just a tactic to try and keep engagement up. So in that but what's sense, your thoughts about... When, like, Betty from high school is posting it. I just, sometimes I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I don't do it. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm just like, people can do what they want. 
my first reaction is I like I'll get to it. Skip. I will see it. I will scroll through it. Or I will scroll to it. Like I don't think I've ever once like clicked on the post from there <laughs> to go to it. I just click. Next story. Um, okay. Your turn. Okay, my next one is cleaning up after yourself. I don't think this is an unpopular opinion, honestly, but we could talk about uh, something else that I think is semi-related to this. Cleaning up after yourself should be expected, even if you're a guest. Hard agree. I feel like let's talk about this. Um, I just saw stuff. Um, I don't know where I saw this. It was, like, related to Airbnb, and people were, like, arguing with... It might have been a TikTok of, like, an Airbnb host, like, kind of complaining that people, like, the guests hadn't picked up. I was honestly confused, because in the video, like, the place looked perfectly fine and cleaned up, and I, people were commenting also confused. But then also people in the comments were like, the cleaning, the cleaning fee that I'm paying, like, I can, like, leave it a little dirty, okay? Um, so I think let's talk. Because you just said, like, yeah, clean up after yourself. Mm-hmm. But then Airbnb cleaning fees. How much of it is your responsibility versus? Well, we just stayed at an Airbnb. I would say, like, we did. Maybe people would disagree with us. But, like, you uh, messaged our I honestly, host. like, I wasn't going to do that. Someone that we were staying with said, like, oh, is there anything, like, we have to do before, like, we leave? And in my head, I was like, what do you mean? If they, if I had to do something, like, when they've told me to do something? Yeah. So, like, they technically didn't, but I think they were like, oh, if you could, like, strip the beds or something. Wasn't that it? It was strip the beds and, like, put dirty dishes in the dishwasher. Yeah. Which is, like, I would have done the dishes thing anyways. I wasn't going to leave a sink full of dirty dishes because there's a dishwasher. Yeah. So, I mean, like, we didn't take the trash out or anything. I didn't know where the trash outside was but like i think stuff like that's fine like i think if you put things away but don't like clean that's kind of like what my expectation is yeah because like the cleaning fee is for them to come in and like clean the whole place down like vacuum scrub things like wipe things down but like if there's a blanket that i had like that was in our room and i brought it downstairs like i'm gonna bring it back up to the room you know what i mean or like i moved a chair and i moved the chair back because the chair didn't belong where i had put it so that's kind of, or, like, again, when I, like, go to someone's house and I'm, like, eating something off of, like, a plate or something, or, like, I have a glass of water. That doesn't happen, but I, like, finish it and I usually am, like, do you want me to put this in the sink or the dishwasher? Like, where do you want it? Yeah. Because I try and make sure I put it where it's wanted because I know when I have people over and if, like, they're eating or something and, like, they don't put stuff away or, like, offer to put it where it is or, like, where I want it to go, then I'm, like, oh, now I have to do all the dishes. Because when I had guests over, I'm like, oh, you put that in the dishwasher. It's not that hard. Yeah. I agree. Um, Next one I have I think is interesting. People who disregard the rights of criminals, even the worst of criminals, don't understand what a human right is. Saw some guy talking about how products shouldn't be tested on animals, but should instead be tested on murderers, rapists, child abusers instead, and people were agreeing with him. Is our really is this really what our quote more humane generation is? We're only humane to people we want to be humane to. Human rights are human rights. Even those who commit the most egregious of crimes don't deserve for their rights to be to be violated, much less be tested on. And they kind of go into some other stuff, but about like how an eye for an eye, it's a dangerous mind, mindset, that kind of stuff. And your thoughts? I would, for the most part, agree with them. I don't have what were your thoughts well I one I do agree with them but I think it's like interesting how like 
in society, like, the eye for an eye mindset is, like, commonly talked about. Like, when we think of, like, oh, if someone, like, is um, convicted of, like, murder or something, then, like, the death penalty is, like, oh, sure. And I know, like, you and I both disagree with the death penalty. Because it's, like, okay, yeah, obviously, like, what they did was wrong. But how does, like, a, how does an organized society doing it make it better? Mm -hmm. I feel like it just displaces the blame onto, like, not one person. Because it's, like, even if there's someone, like, who's, like, pressing a button or, like, doing the injection, it's, like, oh, like, they're not the one killing them. Like, even though they are, but, like, the blame is spread. And, like, society has okayed it. To be, like, oh, like, well, they did something bad. So it's fine. I feel like what's hard, too, is our justice system is definitely, like, supposed to be your innocent until proven guilty. And then, like, if you're found guilty, you're kind of, like you are found guilty even though we know there's plenty of cases where someone ends up being wrongly wrongfully convicted so I think having such blanket rules like that then also don't take into consideration anyone who's when in jail for the justice system is wrong yeah that you're getting at so then the blanket rule of what that person was arguing against is kind of like okay so then you'd be doing like double duty of like wrong like wronging someone who wasn't even like supposed to be in jail mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that like there aren't guilty people in jail i'm just like that you, you have to be careful with like those overarching rules that apply to every single person there mm-hmm. i think we also talked about i think this was in our moral dilemma episode but you and i both agreed that if we had to choose of like um what was like the scenario would you rather have a guilty person free or an innocent innocent person in jail yeah and you and i both agree we we would rather have a guilty person go free than have an innocent person in jail yeah and i don't really know what the connection is there but i feel like there is one (laughs) there so i feel like i just always like to give the benefit of the doubt i mean like not for like you know the guilty person i don't think they're gonna be like a great person if they're let free but i just like my conscience would weigh too heavily on like the fact that a like person who is innocent is, like, put away for the rest of their life. Like, I would just feel too bad about that. I don't know. Mine's next. Mine's, this is my last one. Your in-laws are just as important when choosing a partner. I think important, yes, but not just as important. I was probably a little bit more agreeing with this, but I think that, like, it wouldn't be a deal breaker, but I definitely think that, you know, when everyone kind of, like, thinks about, like, the life they want to have in the future, having a family that you get along with on both sides is, like, the ideal. If you, you met, like, your to. perfect guy, though, and, like, I know. he hated his parents, despite That's why them. I'm saying, like, it wouldn't be a deal breaker, because I think at the end of the day, like, you're with that person, not their family, but it certainly would be, like, oh, that's kind of a bummer, like, that's kind like of a letdown. It's just, like, a green flag if they, like if their uh, parents are good people that they get along with. Like, I think it's just an added bonus. I don't think it should be, like, the expectation necessarily. I would say nine times out of ten. Probably, we'll say seven times out of ten. Usually, like, the relationship is fine. You know? Yeah. But I don't think it's something you need to bank on. Okay. This one might be a revealing about myself but whatever we should normalize not showering every day (laughs) what do you think you me and Haley, we talk about this 
more than once. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to say frequently, but um, I shower. Well, there's a difference between like showering and just like body showering versus like, is it a hair wash day? And some people might say they don't wash their hair every day. And like, that's no surprise. And I don't know what people. I don't think you need to bo- wash your body every day either, though. Yeah. And I don't. I will. <laughs> if I work out, I always at least rinse off when I work out. And then hair washing is, like, every other day. So, like, however that fits into that. But if I get up, I shower the day before. I don't work out that day. I do, like, nothing. I'm not showering. Nice. Unless I want to shower just because I think it'd feel nice. It's probably not on my calendar. And then guess what? The next day, I'll shower. Because that's my shower and it's my hair washing day. But, like, if I don't do anything, I think it's fine. And we should stop acting like not showering is the most disgusting thing you can do. Because some people really like the top comment on this, or top comment on this is, I'd rather make it the norm to shower twice a day. <laughs> Which our dad showers a lot, so he'd probably agree with that. Our dad thinks it's disgusting when we're like, or he'll be like, "You, need Do you shower? shower," and I'm like, "I'll be like, I did," and then he'll like look at my hair and be like, "Your hair is dry," and I'm like, "It's called rinsing off, Dad," and he's like, "Ooh." He gets, like, disgusted when we, like, don't wash our hair, which he does not get because we try to good. To him. We try to say, like, literally every person ever, not every person ever, but, like, a lot of people don't wash their hair every day. Because you're not supposed to. Talk to any hairdresser, and they will say, don't wash your hair every day. But he won't hear it. So. Was that the only one you had? I don't have any more. Okay. I have probably just one more that I can share, and we can be good. Ghosting after zero to one dates is completely fine. If you're getting angry or upset over that, then you're too emotionally invested. I've been on the receiving end of this. And like, even though you're kind of like, why? Or like, what did I do wrong? I have to agree with this because then I think it's a reminder to myself of like, I am getting too emotionally invested in literally nothing. I think so too. I think I, like you, can kind of see both sides. But I will say... Like, I've been on both ends of this, where it's like, I wanted to stop talking to someone. I listened to, like, I don't even remember the po- this podcast or what it was, but it was just, like, talking about, like, dating apps or, like, how ghosting can be, like, happen frequently and stuff. And it was just kind of like, look, you don't know them. They don't know you. Either of you, like, neither of you owe anyone anything. And so even though it's kind of harsh, and I tend to, in a way, like, I would like to think, like, oh, I'm not going to ghost someone. Like, I would let them down easier or whatever. But in reality, like, you're literally, like, you don't know the person, so. I will say, I don't think I've ever ghosted someone. Like, for me, if I, like, wanted to stop talking to someone, then I'll, like, message them and be like, hey, sorry. Like, I don't want to keep talking to you. I don't say that. But, like, something where it's, like, at least they know that, like, I'm not talking to them anymore. I think what's annoying is being on, like, someone who's being ghosted, being on that end. It's, like, you're kind of, like, waiting for a bit. And, like, that's the annoying part. Yeah. Because it's, like, you don't I've want never, to be... like, trust me, I would not respond. Like, I would not double text ever in that situation to, like, reach out and be, like, so what's going on? Yeah. But, like, I will say, like, you, like, after a while, like, them not responding, you're, like, okay, I don't want to be crazy. And, like, you know, maybe they're just, like, not, they're going to get back to me, like, whenever they get back to me. But then, like, after a while, you're, like, oh, like, I'm being ghosted. So, like, that doesn't feel the best. And at that point, I think I just, like, prefer them to just be, like... Yeah, like, I'm not interested, because then I can, like, stop, like, waiting, I guess. So. Yeah. That's my opinion. I do agree, like, obviously, you and I both were, like, am I getting too emotionally invested? Probably. But. 
I think it works both ways. And I think, no harm, no foul, if you just text him real quick and say, hey, it's not going to work. <laughs> I don't ask for much else. <laughs> like, it's not going to be like, what do you mean? Like, you know, I just need to know. Or I would like to know. But that's all I've got. Okay, that's all the unpopular opinions that we have for today's episode. If you guys liked this episode, then don't forget to, um, I was going to say give it a thumbs up, but you can just read our podcast instead. Um, Otherwise, look forward to um, hopefully some revamping coming soon. This weekend is when we're doing our photo shoot for the podcast stuff, and then hopefully shortly after that, I don't know how long exactly, we'll work on finalizing the new cover and i'm excited so me too all right well we will talk to you guys next thursday bye Bye.